0: Bowie versus Dillion Is this year when I'm glowy? Am I killing? I hope it's not a blowy or a villain oh, It's time for Bowie versus Dillian
1: versus Dylan. I'm Charlie, and I like Bowie.
0: I'm Jake, and I love Dylan.
1: This week's episode, we're taking a look at 2012. Ooh. Everyone's favorite year of David Bowie and Bob Dylan. I'm sure.
0: I'm well, assuming. Yeah, 2012 is a good year. Uh, like a good year for Dylan. Early
1: 20, early teens are mm. their glory years,
0: right? Seven years ago.
1: Seven years ago, that was Seven. not very long
0: ago. No, it was not. I
1: remember 2012. Yeah. I remember that year.
0: I turned 32 that year.
1: Woo! <laughs> I turned 30 that year. Damn!
0: Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Woo! Well, that's important.
1: All right. Well, without any further ado, Ooh. why don't we hand things over to you, Jake, and you can talk about. Because this is kind of like, an, I mean, we should say that this is kind of up. Like, I'm looking forward to this year because it's not one of the worst years of either of their groups. Oh, not at all.
0: This is one of Dylan's no. better years, to be honest.
1: It's a very quiet year for Bowie, but we'll get into that later on.
0: But at least it wasn't bad.
1: But it's not an awful year. No, no, there
0: wasn't enough happening for it to be an awful year. <laughs> not enough we, went on. You can have a bad down year. I think both of our guys have proven that. Yeah, yeah. But this is a good one.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, Jay, take it away. All
0: right, I'm taking it away. This is Bob Dylan in 2012. Uh, he did not that many things, but what the things he did were quite monumental. Uh, we'll start with the monumental. least monumental of them. That's a that, monumental word. Uh, thank you. Thank you. It's a towering, I'm just saying, it's a towering a lot, word. a lot to state. Uh, one of the things, well, okay. So it's kind of a sliding scale of monumentalness. We'll start. Uh, <laughs> we'll start on the low end. I feel like there is a scale. <laughs>
1: monumental is the end of the scale, James. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you can, like, make monumental in its own scale.
0: Uh, would you agree that there are shades within monumental, though? Uh, some sort of spectrum. I suppose. <laughs> yes. Yes, you would. Just go. You just. Go well, you're here, the one talking about. You're making a monumental deal out of me, calling something monumental. Uh, all
1: uh, right. It's just It's lost on meaning It's like if you sit there And say the word fork Over and over again And all of a sudden It sounds absurd Monumental is getting there
0: Plus it turns into A swear word after a while <laughs> fork. So ah, funny fork. Ah. Okay uh, let's, let's start on the low end Of the sliding scale Of Monumental right. For 2012 That <laughs> uh-huh. is The never ending tour Which continued to not end Wait, Did it end? Did it end in 2012? Uh, let me check my notes Nope Still, never ending. <laughs> that does not feel monumental at all. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why it's on the low end of the sliding scale. Yeah, it feels like it's not even on the scale for monumental. All right, here's something. This is <laughs> okay. You're right. This is not monumental. There are two monumental things right. that he did. This is the. This is <laughs> right, outside. I, I outside of, of the monumental characters. scale. All right. Uh, he did the least amount of shows since 1996, which still totaled 86 concerts.
1: <laughs> and again, Bowie's like done more than that, like five times.
0: Yeah, yeah, those were like <laughs> his biggest tours of all time. Uh-huh <laughs> All right, uh, he uh, Mark Knopfler opened up for him. That's the guitarist and singer and songwriter from Dire Straits. Oh yeah. And uh, stop me if you've heard this who one. Else,
1: who also produced his 1983, 1983 album instead of Bowie, right? Wow,
0: that's Wow. The that I was, listen to you. That sometimes. was amazing.
1: Every once in a while. Look at all the stuff I'm learning about Dylan that I really didn't
0: want to know. Well, you never knew that you wanted to, but now you know that you want no, to. No, I
1: knew that I didn't want to, and now uh-huh. I still know that I didn't want to, but mm-hmm. I do
0: anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. I didn't listen to what you just said. Mon- monumental. <laughs> uh, stop Stop me if you've heard this one before. Dylan's too I've s- heard this one before. I bet you have. Uh, he he started off real strong, just busting it up. Good band. Yeah, I'm stopping you. Uh, just this every time. <laughs> Can I interest you in the words diminishing returns? Uh, can I interest I'm you in the phrase. Can really the next monumental thing about an album that would have been great if you included
1: like the 10 songs Everett told were great instead of just pooping it in a microphone oh. at the last minute and putting it on the record?
0: Wow, Chaz. This Did that is, happen? This is getting, um, this is getting contentious. <laughs>
1: I'm just saying. I've learned a lot about Dylan, and this is what he does every single time. As far as I can tell. Can I interest you except, in? The f- except for his classic albums, when he actually puts the good songs on there. Can I interest
0: you in the phrase "mixed to negative reviews"? <laughs> 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 you know that might be the that that should be the they should they should not name it the never ending tour anymore. They should just call it "mixed to negative reviews."
1: Mixed <laughs> to negative reviews.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's start climbing the mountain towards uh, monumentalness.
1: Okay, and okay, that's going to happen. Ex- the next one you're claiming is monumental. Absolutely.
0: Is that, okay, so let's see
1: if I can shut that down. You go for it.
0: I want to introduce you to the 2012 album from Bob Dylan named Tempest. Ooh, Tempest. That's supposed Tempest. to be one of the good ones, right? It is one of the good ones. It's one of the best right. ones uh, of of recent right. vintage.
1: Is that the last one before the the cover period?
0: Yes. Why? Now you know more about Bob Dylan than I do. How did you know that? <laughs>
1: Again, I sometimes listen to you. Wow. I'm just like lighting up dates. He's got like four covers albums.
0: Oh, uh, that's then five. Just, he's
1: still in the middle of that. It's and five, it's five, is not five that in long. a row. That's a, lot of, that's a lot of albums to come out in seven years. So yeah.
0: Okay, so um, you're, you're already hinting and hitting at something that's important about this album. It is his last album of original material. came out in 2012. Uh, it came out on 9-11, 2012. I guess that's his date. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, number three in the U.S., number eight in the U.K., it was pretty, released. Pretty strong numbers there. Released to critical acclaim. Hey, not hey oh, next reviews. Right, exactly. Like, no, like the covers albums after no. That. In fact, some critics got a little <laughs> bothered at how at how uh, monumental the uh, mountain of good criticism that it got. People were okay. maybe going a little bit overboard. Some people said it was his, <laughs> some people said it was his best record ever. Which we, we know we, okay. we know that's not true. That's a monumental statement right That is, and and a wrong one. But fundamentally flawed, Mm -hmm. even though I've not
1: listened to a single
0: note of of a Tempest. No, you you probably have not. Um, But if you had, you would find that it is, quote, the single darkest record of Dylan's catalog. Oh. And that is something that I will stand for, because it is very dark. In fact, I wrote down some words for you, Charlie, to describe the lyrical content.
1: All right. Was the first word Dark.
0: Dark. Okay, alright. All right, uh, well here, you, you, you guess a few more and see if I wrote them down. Even though you've never <laughs> brooding, heard it. Brooding. Yep, brooding's on there. Oh
1: yes. Um, alright.
0: Two for two. Uh oh uh, shoot. What's another like <laughs> just you know uh. classic? I'm trying to think of like
1: a classic <laughs> review word here. Dark brooding foreboding.
0: Uh, what? Foreboding? Uh, well it probably could be, but I didn't write that down. Okay, alright. Alright. Did you uh. write down uh, did you write down bloody? There's bloody content. No, I didn't
1: write down bloody. How
0: about violence? I
1: mean, are there bloody tracks on there, Jake?
0: No, no. Well, there's blood on the there's blood on the tracks. There's blood on the tracks.
1: Is there more blood and more tracks on Tempest?
0: No, there's a there's a reasonable amount of blood on the tracks on Tempest. Okay. Okay. Did (laughs) did you write down angry?
1: No, I didn't write down angry. Did
0: you write down surprisingly funny and witty? No,
1: definitely not.
0: And here's one you definitely didn't write down because how about
1: dirge like?
0: No, there's no. It's not dirgy. Okay. There's uh, right. no. I didn't write that, down. Let's just put okay. all, right, all right, Uh And then here's something you probably didn't know. It is sexual slash body. Oh. Oh. I don't yeah. think Bob is being body. No. You know? In fact, he's quite quite non-sexual in yeah, his yeah. in his content. Yeah. I don't. I don't think.
1: I mean, I never get a thought until right now, but I don't think of him as. No. Unlike you know, especially Bowie at key moments. Who I was going to
0: say Bowie. Bowie trades in sex. Who is?
1: He was all there. He was yeah.
0: He was, he was out up. there, baby, and he was loving it.
1: Loving every minute.
0: Loving every minute. Dylan, not a sexual guy. Also,
1: body Dylan is a pretty good. Uh, like that would be good. Uh, roller girl
0: name. A good roller girl. I'm just Oh! I like, you know, roller,
1: like roller girls have all the, they always have like parody celebrity names, but yeah. they're you know like about hitting something I feel like Body Dylan would be a pretty good
0: one. Well, I think that you should enter one of these roller girl tournaments. I'm going to, and I'm going to be Body Dylan,
1: unless they come
0: over the good Bowie one. Well, there's a, there's like got to be a much better Bowie one. But Body oh, Dylan, I'm sure,
1: but it's probably it's probably taken. Let's be honest.
0: Body Dylan is pretty good. Uh, to He's wit, good. in one of his songs, uh, he describes a uh, oh, how did he put it. A. A heavy stacked woman, who he wants to bury his head in her breasts. Oh yeah. Thanks. Bob. So we didn't need that. Now I have
1: now I have that image in my head. Yep.
0: Yeah. So now the podcast is over, and you can just go. <laughs> you can just go with that.
1: <laughs> yeah, we got a, we got like forty five more minutes to cleanse my palate of that image right <laughs> there.
0: I'm not gonna let you. That does not even know
1: <laughs> just picture the little curly fro just barely sticking out right
0: you now. Just, just the top of it, you know. <laughs> oh no. Um uh now this has turned terrible for me. Thanks, Chaz. <laughs> now we're all no. thinking about that. Oh me destroy you, your hero Oh, Alright. A
1: mighty mental right. occurrence for me.
0: Uh five of the songs, we're just gonna move on. Five of the songs. <laughs> Are over seven minutes long. Ooh, the average Bobby. song length is like five and a half minutes. It's a sixty-eight minute record. Woo! Wow, That's a lot of it's music. One of, his, one of his longest. I mean, it's no triplicate, which of course is triple
1: record. I but think it's that's going to be one of his uh, longest records.
0: Triplicate is approximately seven thousand minutes. <laughs> that's just That's shame. a rough number. <laughs> it's a rough estimate. <laughs> 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 um, oh, here you'll like you'll like this uh, this critical review. It's quote. The kind of meaty offering his most ardent fans desire most.
1: <laughs> I, I am just dying for some meaty offerings
0: from Bob Dylan. <laughs> are you an ardent fan? Do you desire that the most?
1: <laughs> I'm not an ardent fan, but you know.
0: <laughs> but now you are, based on this. Uh, uh, it's a meaty offering. Right. Okay, uh, so it's a logical extension. Do you,
1: do you watch, you watch Arrested Development, right? What's that? Do you watch Arrested Development?
0: Uh, show, so. yeah, I can't speak for the last couple of seasons, though. I can't I Oh, that's can't okay, really that's okay.
1: They're not as good as the first three. Right. And I'm just thinking of Tobias, who, you know, the running gag is him just saying these things with a straight face. Yes. Ended up being, like, extremely, inadvertently, extremely, extremely sexual. Extremely. And that is just something he would say right there,
0: you know? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that Bob's art and fans are deserving the most. Right, he would like, be... Like, that is totally
1: something he would say. He
0: could be describing his, his blue man show or whatever it was. That right, he right,
1: right, exactly. <laughs> okay.
0: Alright, so that having been said, uh... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I've already i Roller Girls interested in yeah this like is
0: a, I mean those weren't even those I wish they, even, I wish
1: had a list of like other things to work <laughs> at. I know, this is, I'm just this is coming out the top of my being here I don't know you know
0: it's better if it's if it's uh, off the cuff I gotta say it's
1: <laughs> just off the cuff and that would be a fun way to do a podcast someday, have a list of like if we gave each other a list of 10 weird words we had to work at out somehow
0: <laughs> maybe that can be our 30th anniversary episode <laughs> yeah,
1: well, if we have a really quiet year we should like a double quiet year we should do something like that we should fun. just
0: work it well the the funny thing about your non sequiturs there is those weren't the end of the tangent. You started off right <laughs> with that. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and yet, good times. And good yet, times.
1: And the time I, for roller girls, those good times.
0: Understood. I understood it all. Uh, okay, let's see here. So uh, the album is kind of a logical extension of. The album cycle that he started with The Love and Theft Which we talked about recently Yeah In 2001 awesome. So he had a run of kind of critically acclaimed albums A couple of them were um, less acclaimed And also had uh-huh. had uh, monumental charges of plagiarism attached <laughs> Those were monumental But apparently apparently not this one um, Now We have a little bit of a Controversy Chaz mm, uh, A monumental only, one? Uh No no, this is okay. a, this is kind of a Dylanologist controversy, which means it doesn't mean okay. it, it doesn't mean anything at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you'll notice the name of the record is Tempest. Yeah. And I will ask you: Do you remember the name of Shakespeare's last play? It's the Tempest. It's the Tempest. Now, I uh-huh. got a little uh, I got a little multiple choice question for you. Around that It's
1: less drama It's less tragedy There's some uh, There's some debate Over whether it's actually his last play. But
0: what, go on Whatever nerd Let's not talk about that Right <laughs> so now Some
1: people were thinking This was going to be his last His last um, album
0: Alright you're getting ahead Of your or something. You're getting ahead of me Again Just slow <laughs> Slow down Here's here's the multiple choice question Okay How <laughs> tempted I already answered. Alright can you s- Shut up for a second <laughs> <laughs> uh, Apparently I can't I no, don't know No you are on fire With Dumbness right now <laughs>
1: Good about Thanks, man. Reason re- 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 for that fundamental <laughs> word Thanks. In
0: there. I really pulled that pulled that out of the, th- the, <laughs> the, the thesaurus. All right, here's the multiple choice question. Are you listening? I'm listening. Apparently. I'm about to play a game show with you, and you can't even get through this. All right, here it goes. How tempted are you to make a connection here between Shakespeare's last play and Dylan's last album? All right. A. I've heard of Bob Dylan, but who's this Shakespeare? B. The connection is fascinating, but it's most likely a coincidence. C. Duh. D. I just became a Dylanologist right now. Or E. Answer the way that Dylan answered. This is how he answered when he was asked this question. Shakespeare's last play was called The Tempest. It wasn't called Just Plain Tempest. The name of my record is Just Plain Tempest. It's two different titles. That's a quote you're going with obviously. that obviously <laughs>
1: otherwise otherwise be I don't know it I yeah. did not occur to me that there would be any connections because you know Tempest is a word that exists that people use for all kinds of places right
0: and he wrote a song called Tempest about you guessed it you know being on a boat that fell over in the ocean
1: yeah so. I mean which is what you know that's the start of Shakespeare's play too where they all get uh-huh. washed up on a, a desert island not a desert island but you know get washed up on a secluded island I see because of a Tempest Okay. But The Tempest is, is conjured by a magician By a sparrow I'm so, not sure you knew I knew this much About the play The Tempest Well I, th-
0: I, thought, I thought you would And that's why I considered not even asking you But clearly, uh, clearly it went off the rails here anyway No matter what <laughs> No matter what I did It was over uh, it's over. So I'm a little scared Chaz I'm scared that this was his last album Of original material I mean, oh. so I, didn't really, I was
1: like, you were saying this, I'm like, well, it, what's even the point now? Because he has like three more albums after this. But you're right, they're all covers. They're all covers. They're and, no and this one,
0: this. and Tempest is very, you know, larded with mortality and violence and uh-huh. looking back and all kinds of stuff. Like, we talked a couple episodes ago about how ready I am for a Dylan comeback, his old man record. Right,
1: well, I mean, he does seem like, he seemed like he's sad again, for what? He probably... Which means there's going to be probably one more in the same mold, and then we'll get something different. So, <laughs> so he, again, i
0: listen to you. <laughs> he probably... He <laughs> which when I'm everyone con- thinks he's ready to change, he doesn't change. Constantly shocked. Exactly. So, just when, when people everyone think... everyone thinks he's going to stay the same, he changes. Yeah, right. Or he could put out an 11-disc triplicate follow-up of more jazzy, <laughs> oh, jazzy, jazzy, jazzy covers. <laughs> uh, oh, Bones of a kid? Ele- <laughs> ele- Elevated? <the> a <laughs> For what? sure. <laughs> i it. That is definitely a word. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Don't look it up, but that's a word. Don't look it up, anybody. Don't know. look it up. Nope. Don't even do it. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I'm scared because I didn't really think of this album that way. I, I certainly enjoyed it when it came out, and I think it's really, really yeah. good. But reading all this stuff and uh, sort of the clues and his age, obviously, plays something into uh-huh. it. Um, what if this... No, if, if this...
1: I have to ask the question, Jake. If yeah. this were, like... Shakespeare Tempest being his last play. Tempest is a really
0: excellent play. Okay, great. It's, it's one of his best. Hold most on. Say. It's the Tempest. It's not Tempest. The
1: Tempest. Sorry, the Tempest. sorry, Jake. Sorry. Sorry, Bob. Now, if this were Bob's last album of original material, would yeah. you feel like like that was a good way for him to to end things?
0: Definitely, hundred percent. Okay. All but right. I'm scared because it might actually something be, be. It might actually like, be the are, end.
1: You know, if he ends in a whimper, I mean that. I mean we've talked about with Bowie, like coming out with Black Star. Like, oh yeah. That was, such a monumental! That was a truly monumental way to end his
0: career. Right, right. But part of the part of the monumentalness is, of course, he passed away right afterwards. They so died
1: two days after. his release If
0: Dylan, yes. if Dylan had died right after Tempest, it would have been it would have been like it would have that. been the same the
1: same Definitely. level of like.
0: I think so. You know, I think yeah, so. It's yeah. really it's really good. It deals with but a lot like of Leonard issues. Or like Leonard
1: Cohen did that, you know? Right. his last album, but he had, came out with this really great, brooding,
0: dark album. Yeah. And then died, you know, a couple months after right. so, the I don't same, think The same year as Bowie I think like all of us, Dylan Pretty sure he's never going to die, but if he had
1: <laughs> He doesn't he, know how to die so. If he had
0: Alright, Chaz the thing
1: Where he stole his soul to the devil for guitar playing abilities And possibly also He will never
0: die Yeah, exactly Oh, and um, this, will, this will lead <laughs> Also, this will lead right into uh, Something, the last thing I want to talk about Before I throw it over to your crazy game show Okay, I got a crazy
1: game show coming I know.
0: Dylan. I'm pumped up. I'm pumped up. Dylan gave perhaps, well, to date, his the craziest interview that I've ever read by him. And uh, you have, uh,
1: you've shared with us some
0: doozies. I have. This is the mother the, of all doozies. The last
1: 26 episodes. Of this
0: is <laughs> the craziest interview I've ever read with Bob okay. Dylan. And it it I don't was, read a lot of points. I don't um, read points. a lot of interviews, but probably the craziest interview I've ever read full stop. Wow, okay. But I don't, all you right. know, like I said, I'm not really a, an expert on interviews. Uh, I'm going to read a little disclaimer here before I, I, I uh, share with you some of the pull quotes from from the article. Okay. Okay, so I just want to tell everyone, and you, Chaz, mostly, that I don't want to be the person to just pull these juicy quotes from this interview. <laughs> no matter how zesty the nuggets are. Exactly. It's you. wild and irreverent, and it's pretty saucy all the way through. <laughs> We're Dylan sounds. There's no bodiness. There's no bodiness. Okay. Okay. He was just. I'm less
1: interested than I was a few s- seconds ago. Settle
0: down. Uh, would it interest you to hear that Dylan sounds exasperated and exhausted by the kind of attention he gets and the questions, <laughs> the questions everyone wants to ask him all the time? Uh huh. All right. No, this you be, sounds new to me. Would you be surprised? On our 27th <laughs> episode, I feel like you've never talked about this all the time. Uh, would it surprise you to learn that I do have some sympathy for him during this interview? Uh, no,
1: I I can see sympathy on this, but you gotta wonder why he keeps doing it with the interviews. You
0: know, well, that's the thing. Like, he have to at this point. He doesn't, though. He does an interview every couple of years, if that.
1: Okay, okay.
0: So probably like, mostly, like you know,
1: didn't do any interviews like the last, you know six years of his life or something right, like, right. Oh, I'm done with this and he didn't do it at all
0: in fact the last interview that I read by Bob Dylan was in AARP magazine and that was like 2016 <laughs> or
1: something which those yeah, those uh, issues keep coming to my house for you by the way Jake
0: oh yeah I'm so excited I'm so happy
1: <laughs> only because you have the same name as our deceased father and somehow that yeah. made was to figure out
0: I and got he, I,
1: just that he died nine years ago
0: and never lived at my house I got his mail for so long <laughs> So well, long. I still get
1: I still get your AARP magazine.
0: Well, that's I just want I you to know I just want you to know that's your <coughs> Christmas and birthday present for the next ten years. <laughs> You're welcome. Ah, uh, Jake. <laughs> all right. So during this interview, uh, Bob has some things to say that are not bat poop crazy um, about mystery and faith in one's artistic work. Um, he has some clear, profound thoughts on love, folk and jazz traditions, plagiarism, faith, religion, and the peers. Whom he admires, but however, sorry, Bob. But the quotes I'm choosing to share here are hot <laughs> fire. They are hot, crazy, Bob Dylan fire. <laughs> all right. Okay, so here they go. Right away, Dylan explains, and I'll try not to make this the rest of the podcast. But this is crazy. <laughs> Dylan explains that he's been quote transfigured. Do you know anything about transfiguration in the culture? Yeah, I do. Okay. He read a book um, after his own motorcycle crash in 1966. Um, it was a biography or an autobiography of a Hell's Angel. And this Hell's Angel describes another Hell's Angel dying on a motorcycle in the middle of a road, kind of randomly. And that motorcyclist's name, who died, is Bobby Zimmerman. Oh. As you'll recall, Bob Dylan's God-given name, Real name was Robert Zimmerman. So they have the same uh-huh. name. And Bob Dylan... After reading this book on Transfiguration and this little uh, this little anecdote about Bobby Zimmerman became convinced that when this guy died on a motorcycle and he almost died on his motorcycle, that that person's essence was transfigured into Bob Dylan, and that's why he's a different person following his motorcycle accident. Wow, wow, Bob. He leads with that, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the, uh, the interviewer, uh, the interviewer is like, doesn't let that go. I mean, he keeps asking questions and questions and questions about it. (laughs) And I mean, Bob only serves to, you know, prove that he, he, he feels like this has happened. Now he could be screwing with all of us, obviously. That's the thing with Bob, you know?
1: He could be just yeah crazy out of his brain, or it could just be like messing with everybody. Exactly, it's just one
0: giant prank. All right, so he just he just left that out there in the sun for everyone yeah, to, to gaze at. <laughs> that's a good one. So then that eventually one. the interviewer gets to some other. It's a very long interview. Um, he gets to some other um, topics, and here's one. This, uh-huh. is, this is Bob Dylan on uh, on Obama, the president at the time. Uh, we we remember who
1: Obama is.
0: Yeah. Well, okay.
1: I'm just I'm just saying. Like speaking on behalf of all of the listeners. Yep. We uh-huh. remember who Obama is. That
0: was the president before this last one. Is what you're trying yeah. to say? Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. We got. Yep. Okay. All right. so all right. Yep. The interviewer is trying to you know make some connection between um, the monumentalness of Obama and the monumentalness of Dylan because Dylan used to be a civil rights activist. Okay. Great. Dylan says, "Quote: Look, I only met him a few times. I mean, what do you want me to say?" He loves music, he's personable, he dresses good. What the F do you want me to say? Yep, so that was a, that was a softball question from the interviewer, and that's how he that's how answered that one. Okay, on whether his album is about mortality. Quote, I mean, Dylan, isn't he an old guy? He must be thinking that. You know what I say to that horse S? I say these idiots don't know what they're effing talking about. Go find somebody else to pick on. I I think they were, Chaz. You can tell. uh, mm, uh, mm, Ooh! uh, Okay, it only gets better, Chaz. Okay, uh, here. I'm
1: I'm gonna bring out a a Shakespeare line really quick here, Chaz. Oh, Hamlet.
0: Oh, could you?
1: I will. I will. Alright, do it. And uh, there's a character named Polonius who is always like cracking these one-liners, like wisdom one-liners here. Okay. And uh, one of his lines, which I like to use all the time in real life, and nobody knows what I'm talking about, so I don't know why I keep using it, is uh, "the lady doth protest too much." Me
0: thinks, ah, and mm. and it, it
1: refers to you know like Bob's reaction to somebody asking about this album about mortality. I'm just flying off the rails and swearing all over the place.
0: Yeah,
1: like why <laughs> are you like making such a big deal about this question?
0: Yeah, exactly. It suggests
1: that, it suggests that maybe you are trying to cover something up.
0: The yeah. Don't
1: protest too much, me
0: thinks. Okay. Uh, thank you. That wasn't in The Tempest, though, so I... No, it wasn't in The Tempest, I have to but kick out Shakespeare that. did write a couple other plays, as you may have heard. Mmm, yes.
1: Otherwise, the, uh, the importance of it being his last play would really be mute, mute. It would just be, you know, his
0: only play. Okay, I lost... I lost the track on what you were saying just now. <laughs> but that's okay. Never mind. It wasn't that was part. <laughs> I just wanted
1: all the blisters at home to think that I'm smart.
0: And yet here we are. You are smart. Mission, you are. mission
1: accomplished. You are.
0: <laughs> Nailed it. Okay. Uh, I let's quoted see. Shakespeare. Woo! Woo! And we were just talking about him. Yay! Yeah. Did it. And I sure
1: like, one of the only quotes I know into our conversation.
0: There are three last uh, quotes that I need to share. And I'm trying to just trying to decide what order... To put them in. Okay, so... Um,
1: <laughs> the is very important.
0: <laughs> it really is, because I got to... I gotta, understand. I think I know which one I need to end on, so let's start with this one. Um, so the conversation turned towards, you know, Bob's fans and Dylanologists, and, you uh-huh. know, if there's lots of meanings and messages throughout his lyrics, and where did his songwriting come from, and et cetera, et cetera. All the questions that he always gets. Yeah, yeah. Okay, here he is. Quote, Why is it that when people talk about me they have to go crazy? What the F is the matter with them? Sure, I had a motorcycle accident. Sure, I played with the band. Yeah, I made a record called John Wesley Harding. And sure, I sounded different. So effing what? They want to know what can't be known. They are searching. They are seekers. For what? Why are they doing this? They don't really know. It's sad. It really is. May the Lord have mercy on them. They are lost souls. They really don't know. It's sad. It really is. It's sad for me, and it's sad for them. End quote.
1: Interview at this point is great without, like,
0: <laughs> this is the best interview. Honestly, <laughs> derating
1: the, like you and everyone who likes him as much as you do.
0: I know, I know, and yet, here's here's just, the thing like, up
1: saying, like, I think it's, I think you're a
0: pathetic stack of crap because, you yeah, like as as you what do. the F is wrong with you? You're sad. What is the matter
1: with you? Go get a life, loser. And, and yet sand in your face and gives you a wedgie and throws you and locks you in your locker.
0: And yet I gotta say that probably, you know, most super fans are not gonna get their feelings hurt by this. They're gonna be like, Bob, I get you. I get it. <laughs> I'm you know? not like them, okay? Yeah, I'm not I'm not one of them. I'm like one of your know, I get it. I get it. I get it. I'm your real fan. I, I wouldn't bother you with this junk. I get it.
1: The forty-fifth time I read this interview, it just—it just clicked, and I just knew that I wasn't
0: <laughs> what you were talking about there. And after I'd underlined every seventh word and created a collage out of it, I got it. <laughs> okay, uh-huh. Bob. And uh-huh. why won't you write me back, Bob? <laughs> uh,
1: so can I go on a with
0: you yet? Or yeah. Go, oh, yeah. So, here, um, so that? I'll be at your house. Actually, I'm at your house right now. You can just, if you want to open <laughs> okay, the door, that's fine. Your bed. <laughs> Again. Okay. All right, so and, here's. My pals are bringing together the 50th anniversary of Woodstock yeah. right outside your house. Yeah, let's do this that. The 50th years. So Bob, I it. know you want this. I get it. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> my numerical, numerological investigation turned up much to discuss, Bob. All right, here's Bob on uh, being charged with plagiarism for his songs. People have tried to stop me every inch of the way. They've always had bad stuff to say about me. Newsweek magazine lit the fuse way back when. Newsweek printed that some kid from New Jersey wrote Blown in the Wind, and it wasn't me at all. And when that didn't fly, people accused me of stealing the melody from a 16th century Protestant hymn. And when that didn't work, they said they made a mistake, and it was really an old Negro spiritual. But what's so different? It's gone on for so long, I might not be able to live without it now. F them. I'll see them all in their graves. <laughs> Things. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot, but it's nothing compared to this, Chaz. Now, I remember, <laughs> okay. I remember this interview, or at least hearing about it or reading it, um, you know, a few years ago because of this little quote. And I'll and I'll end uh-huh. with this, and I'll throw it over to your crazy game show. But this is okay. what you got to hear. Okay. Um, this is surrounding like the plagiarism charges, mm-hmm. but also the Dylan Arles kind of a thing. Okay. So uh-huh. the, the attention, the sort of attention he Yes. <laughs> Which, again, sounds frustrating, but here it is. Quote, These are the same people that tried to pin the name Judas on me. Judas, the most hated name in human history. If, you've been th- if you think you've been called a bad name, try to work your way out from under that. Yeah, and for what? For playing an electric guitar? As if that in some kind of way equitable to betraying our Lord and delivering him up to be crucified. All those evil mother effers can rot in hell. <laughs>
1: Oh, Bob, I was
0: totally with you to that last sentence. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm making a good point. I'm making a good point. I, I, I I'm feel
1: like i I can on this podcast. It's so it's just the whole thing was so ridiculous. Well,
0: apparently you can rot in H for that comment. So. <laughs> Sir, you know what you've done.
1: Judas!
0: Judas! All right, so that's it. Chaz, try to, try to top the immortal Bob Dylan getting really mad and, I don't know, demented try, or I'll something. I'll try to
1: be more monumental if I can.
0: Okay, if you can. If you can. That's only if you can. If I can. I get it. I I'll, get
1: let, it. I'll, I'll try.
0: Okay, okay. I'll
1: try in a monumental way.
0: All right. I'm ready. All right.
1: Uh, the James Podcast is brought to you by the word monumental. <laughs> um, so 2012. Do we get paid for that? I, I hope so. Yeah. Uh, we have to of course bring up the, the period immediately this is the last year in a certain period in Bowie's life in which he did like almost nothing Yep he he had an album in, 20, in 2003 he didn't release another album in 2003 he stopped touring his last tour was in 2004 his last live performance of even the slightest variety was in 2007 Um, and so there's this long period of almost nothing before he came back and so I've given it the obnoxious name The dave vacation, yep Um, So this is a Davecation year It's the final Davecation year Before early 2013 On his birthday in January 8th Of his birthday 2013 He announced He released his his next single And announced his new album Which was released in March Which was the next day of course
0: Of course So I think is 2011
1: and 2012 Are probably the most empty years In all of Bowie history Wow From 1964 on All of the years we're doing Just almost nothing Whatsoever
0: Nothing Absolutely uh, nothing In
1: 2012 um, and so I got a couple like kind of periphery things, Bowie, the one thing, we know, Bowie did in 2013 or 2012 was he finished recording the next day, which came out in 2013.
0: That's it. Boom. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Boom. That happened.
1: Couple periphery things that I, when I had to dig for these, uh, the London Olympics were in 2012. Oh. And Bowie was very highly encouraged and asked to perform at the closing... Perform heroes at the closing
0: ceremonies. <laughs> he refused. He oh. didn't do it. Wow.
1: Interesting. Uh, I wonder why. And the closing ceremonies contained a, quote, tribute to Bowie.
0: Oh, they did?
1: A tribute to Bowie. Oh,
0: they did. What? The tribute to Bowie was, like, 20 seconds long and oh. featured nothing after 1983. Uh-huh. And
1: also nothing from, like, between 75 and 83. So, it was like, all... Early 70s, and then Let's Dance. Or maybe, I don't remember, what, some song of Let's Dance.
0: Well, that's all that matters.
1: Yeah, apparently. And then uh, they played Fashion from his 1980 album, uh, Scary Monsters. It's a great song, while well, a whole bunch of supermodels came out.
0: Supermodels, okay. So,
1: oh, yeah. Wow. British supermodels, you know. It, yeah. So that happened. The best kind. Uh, Heroes was more, it was kind of the unofficial anthem of the British team at the Olympics. Sure. Anyway, <laughs> but Bowie, I Bowie think, didn't want to do
0: it I so think he Heroes is the unofficial anthem of everything everywhere
1: Oh, Heroes is a giant song, Jake Just Yeah, like, wait, I know, so I know I'm going to give it 50 points when You're gonna gonna give it,
0: well, I can't argue, I guess Since <laughs> that's the only song he's ever played live, I'm pretty sure That's it uh,
1: It's the only song he's played every single time he played live
0: He's like, oh, we've got uh, the problem, Heroes
1: <laughs> Get it, the other... Thing that came up that was that uh, in six or in uh, twenty twelve, a some very old recordings from him came out to no fanfare whatsoever uh, to a digital only platform.
0: <laughs> so one
1: of his many many early bands, the yes. Riot Squad. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He performed for them. He did about twenty gigs for them in nineteen sixty seven. He was with them for like three months. It was after he had recorded his first solo album, but before it came out. Like, Uh-oh. this is what he was doing between the, that period. Just trying to make playing it. playing with his band, The Riot Squad. Just trying to make Apparently, it. Apparently, yeah, he was playing with them when The Laughing Dome came out. Hey, <laughs> your favorite Bowie song.
0: It's everyone's favorite.
1: So, I didn't... I couldn't, like, figure out exactly when this stuff was recorded. Uh, but, it... Like in one place I read, it said that it was just somebody was recording them while they were rehearsing or something. Other people said it was demos. Like I don't know, but there were four songs that he was involved in, and a couple more that he wrote but he wasn't actually performing it. And so this is like it was released then in 2013 as a, it was this bigger release of like all the stuff Riot Squad did with him and without him. And
0: it's then in uh, 2013 it was
1: just an EP of just hit stuff. Anyway, there's a couple. Notable songs in here A uh-huh. couple of unreleased stuff One song that was actually On his first album And um Notable is a cover of Waiting for the Man Oh By Ooh. Velvet Underground Like the, And he was covering this Like the month That their album came out You know nobody, He had to be He's gotta honestly This has gotta be like The first recording Of a cover of A Velvet Underground song
0: Can I share Can I share Can I share an anecdote That directly Uh Absolutely directly relates To what you're saying right now
1: Anecdote it up I'm okay. just saying here Like let's like, like, finish out This thought But it was Because Bowie got a hold of an acetate of Velvet Underground and Nico before it was even released. We've mentioned that a couple of different times. It was notable. It was such a big influence on him. So he's like, this has got to be one of the earliest recordings of a cover of Velvet Underground, if not the very first one. Wow. Because it came out, I think it was recorded, they kind of figured it probably about the month or within a couple months of when Velvet Underground and Nico came out. Yeah. And nobody cared about it when it came out. No, they did not. No one cared. For dip so don't go for that. You're right. Do your anecdote. No, okay. One more song to I,
0: on this. this is the BVD award before I even share it for the most relevant anecdote that I've ever shared on this podcast. <laughs>
1: wow. Yes.
0: Right, Easy. Number one of the bullet. It'll never get more relevant than this. <laughs> I'm reading a book called uh, 1968, A Secret History of Astral. Or it's called Astral Weeks, A Secret History of 1968. Um, surrounding <laughs> Astral
1: Weeks and that? The name of Van Morrison? Yes, Van Morrison's that? very,
0: very most classic album. He recorded it in Boston. He has a relationship with Boston, and so the book is about all the things that were going on in Boston in 1968, okay. which turned out was quite a lot. One of them was that the Velvet Underground had a residency of some sort in Boston before they were famous. Okay. And uh, as you've mentioned many times, David Bowie was sort of like the original Geek Boy superfan. Uh, Velvet Underground, even before he was famous, which in 1968, yeah. he wasn't, mm-hmm. he wasn't there yet. No. So, um, the anecdote is that, um, John Cale left the Velvet Underground and was replaced right. by a man named Doug Ewell. Yeah. Doug Ewell, apparently among, you know, besides being a, a good musician and everything was also somewhat of a dead ringer for Lou Reed, apparently. They looked okay. very similar. And back then they were wearing like leather jackets and sunglasses and all yeah, that, yeah. And all that kind, yeah. of, kind of stuff. David Bowie had made a trip to America for whatever reason. Maybe it was his first trip. Right. I don't even know. He went looking for the Velvet Underground, realizing he was yeah. in the same town.
1: And Andy Warhol.
0: And Andy Warhol. And he did, he did the whole thing. So he went yeah. and, he, and he found the Velvet Underground. And he's like, oh my gosh, this is so lovely. This is so wonderful. And he proceeded to have a fifteen minute conversation with Doug Ewell thinking he was Lou Reed. <laughs> oh that's awesome. Yeah. So there you go. What about that for a relevant Jake, thank anecdote? Thank you for the
1: I, yeah. I, I second. That's a double B V D award for Thanks, some, man. like most relevant anecdote.
0: I'm so Thanks, proud of it's myself. I've right no,
1: not I've not heard that story before. It's a good one. Boom house. All right. Let's go on to the fourth disturbing song on this EP.
0: <laughs> Are uh, all um, four disturbing or Bowie, just the songs?
1: Again, one? inspired by the Velvet Underground, wrote this song called Toy Soldier, uh-huh. which I never, I kind of heard rumors of it. I never listened to it until I I'd bought this little EP in preparation for this episode. It's a... Here's my own you know, my own quote. It's a straight up disturbing S and M song combined oh. with his precious story songs. Oh and it quotes gosh. directly from Venus and Furs from Velvet Underground and Ego. Oh uh, yeah.
0: The most famous S and M song probably.
1: <laughs> Whoa, sure. And so, you know, at the period in nineteen sixty seven he was writing these, you know, really like precious story songs, you know, it's kinda like like kind of those English like kinks type stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. For the benefit of Mr. Kite we talked about. Anyway, so it's like that. But it's about a girl who has a toy soldier at home who uh, she has some, you know, crazy stuff going on with, you Uh know, when she gets home from school. Uh Oh. And uh, one day she winds him too tight because she keeps winding it harder and harder. Uh And uh, he kills her. Oh. Oh. This is the song. Like, what? what? Well,
0: that's awful.
1: (laughs) i was sitting on the couch listening to this with my wife next to me. And she was like, what?
0: Wait, wait, what just happened?
1: happened? That just... (laughs) <laughs> it was. Uh, it was not his best work. Okay. I'm, I'm just gonna send a Uh I
0: think.
1: I think Bowie may have climbed higher mountains than Toy Soldier.
0: A lot of. Uh, <laughs> that's. I mean, Heroes is the only one probably, but. the
1: only. Song. Just barely. Really?
0: Just barely. Hey, a lot All of lot right. of bodiness on this uh, on this podcast today. <laughs> it's,
1: it's a body
0: one. Yeah, it's a real I'm body boring. in here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 All right. That's it for 2012. Oh, yeah,
0: on. Good.
1: So I've been holding on to this sweet little gem of an idea that my wife came up with at some point months ago. And okay. I have just been waiting because I knew whenever we got to 2011 and 2012. And so I'm, gonna, I'm planning on I'm, I'm using this again for 2011. Oh, great. Is, uh, is the idea for a game that I thought would be kind of fun for the show. <clears> okay. So I'm going to tell you. I've got some different name ideas for this, but I think you need to know the premise first. All right. And then
0: you can help with, me. Hit me with the premise. of the name. I'm ready.
1: The premise is, Jake... Is I have taken the lyrics to various Bowie songs. They're all very famous ones. No, okay. no, it's like no, you know, hidden tracks or something like stuff. You guaranteed know all of these songs and heard okay. many times. All right. I ran them through Google Translate,
0: <laughs>
1: and then I brought them back to English.
0: I did not expect this. Okay. And
1: I am going to read you some of these now fairly ridiculous lyrics and see if you can figure out what oh, song man. it this is. Oh man, this
0: is so fun. Okay.
1: I know. I was so excited about this gig. I've been holding on to thing for months, for several months, just waiting, just waiting.
0: Okay. So Whoa, my mind is idea blown. Here, okay. All right.
1: So I've got a few different ideas for the uh, the title of this segment. Right. I do want to bring it back at least one more time.
0: Okay. I get to pick um, it, right? I get to pick the name. You,
1: you get to pick here. Yeah. So some of them are good, and some of them are not. Of course. And I'm going to save the worst one for last because it was just, like so ridiculously bad. I already picked. I, I
0: already I just picked just that one. It. I pick it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I just do it okay. All right, all right. originally I was trying very hard to do like a parody of one of his song titles. Okay. And that just really isn't working out. So the first one is way too obvious, but it's just changes. Nope. That's not very good. Uh, the next one is a phrase oddity.
0: Oh, <laughs> I kind of like that one. All right, all right. I got... a,
1: that was one of my favorites. I'm okay. going to save the really awful one is within this vein, but I'm saving it for last it's so bad. Okay. <laughs> uh, I moved off of that because I couldn't get any farther than that. I had a bunch of other really, really terrible ones and I dropped them. They weren't even funny, terrible. They were just bad. All right, another idea Disordered David. Okay. Uh, next up is Blurred Bowie.
0: Blurred Bowie, okay.
1: Another one of my favorites is Bowie's Blurred. Oh, 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 let me try over. <laughs> let me start over here.
0: That's <laughs> my favorite one.
1: Bowie's blurred words.
0: Bowie's blurred words. Okay, that's, that's number two so far on my list. That's
1: okay. All right. And then my last one, really terrible one, Jake and I'm going to sing it to you. I pick it. Let's translate.
0: <laughs> what do you mean that's bad? That's amazing. Some <laughs> no of comically dance are going to be you to enjoy Let's translate. Late. Oh, man, Chaz, you know what I have you can't to do. do that one. Why not? You're only doing it one more time. No. All right, I can't believe I don't get to pick that one. <laughs> You're breaking my heart. Let's translate. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll do it. Oh uh, Yeah, woo! Uh, if right, I right. if I hadn't have picked that one, I would have picked a phrase oddity. That's good.
1: I thought a phrase oddity was pretty good. It's strong. That
0: it's strong, but it's no. Let's it's always, translate. It's
1: always, it's always blurred words. I was I was feeling pretty good about you.
0: Yeah, we're in, we're in line. Those are,
1: only, those are the only two good ones on
0: the list. But what a list! <laughs> All
1: right, so I tried out a whole bunch of different things. At first, I was going to translate it like, through a, you know, like eight different languages and bring it back and everything. Yeah. And then I just kind of found it wasn't necessary. Probably not. And uh, so I tried a few different combinations of everything. What I hit on is the most magical combo was just taking it from English, yeah. translating it into Hawaiian, and then going straight back to English.
0: <laughs> okay, I, would, I wouldn't like have guessed
1: trying that. Different things. I, had, I had tried This is what I, was, I told you before that we started. was I tried this out with my wife. Because you got to hit that sweet spot. If it's completely... Like no chance in Hades that you're gonna like figure out what this is. There's no fun to it, you know. Of course. Like you gotta have, you gotta stand, you gotta have a fighting chance on this. Okay. So English to Hawaiian to English is what I ended up with. Um, I also gotta say that I, I feel like Bowie would would have, I could could see him having used this for like writing lyrics, doing something like this because he did this whole cut up technique and stuff. He had the software in the 90s that was designed for him to, like, mix up his words and things. I could see him doing this and then, you know, using, like, picking and choosing words and using things like this. So,
0: okay, all right. All right, okay. I've
1: set them up. These are all, like I said, giant hits. Okay. So, guaranteed, you know these songs.
0: I'm ready. I'm rubbing my hands I'm gonna together.
1: Try, I'm doing it in, in uh, I'm starting out, like, I put it in roughly easiest to hardest order, as far as I can tell.
0: All right. This so is kind of like, okay. kind of like, who even wants to be you, a millionaire? I'm ready. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And even when you get it, I probably will keep reading. I just, I translate the first verse in the chorus usually. All right. right. Are you ready, Jake?
0: I think think so. No, but let's do it anyway.
1: I am the king. Yes, you'll become a queen, but no one will drive them away. We can print them only (laughs) one day. We can manage only one day. Yes, you can think. And when I'm drunk, I'll drink all the time. We have a loving, trustworthy motive. Yes, we are dear people, and he is that one. But no, we will also be held together. We can only wait time one day. We can become warriors for a while. What is your speaker?
0: know you got this one. Oh yeah that's heroes but that's a that's that's, heroes, yeah. that's incredible all right. Well, all right all right all right good was
1: they have this properly you would get points and to be more points based on how fast you got it and stuff,
0: oh fine. i had that one real 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 quick yeah that
1: was like i said i i, I threw that one first because it was definitely the easiest one
0: okay all right hit me up for number two
1: all right all right you ready
0: i'm ready, <sighs> I'm, ready. I'm ready i'm hot I'm feeling hot
1: edit the course for important purposes edit the course for important purposes <laughs> take your personal palette and wear your helmet helmet the project is in the classroom 99876 at the beginning of the growth mosquitoes begin 543 look at the weakness and even the love of god 2-1 liftoff this is the classroom plan for many people it actually works on the board The paper papers want the owner of your clothing to wear. This is the time to leave the capsule if it is smooth.
0: (laughs) This is important
1: in world power. I'm going to the door, and I hope somehow the stars are no longer today. Oh, my god! No matter. I live in a box before the world. The Earth is glossy. I cannot do anything.
0: (laughs) That's so ridiculous. All right, well, that's a space oddity.
1: Exactly, yep, yep, yep.
0: I didn't, I actually... Especially
1: on these other ones, um... You should just call it up. You get. I'll keep going because it's entertaining. But oh, call okay. it out when you when you think you've got okay,
0: it. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough.
1: Because especially in like this next the next couple of them, where the like next one in particular, the verse is difficult, but the chorus is really extremely extremely obvious. And it happens a couple times here.
0: Okay. So we'll see if I can <laughs> all get right, it before. Nice work. You're two for two. Well done. All right. All right. Yep. I've won ten dollars so far. Got it. Got it.
1: getting a little bit harder. Okay. All right. I'm ready. <clears throat> you and your mother get into the pit. She does not know if she is a boy or a girl. The hair of your hair is green. Go get out tonight. Wish for me, and I love it all. We make a dance, and we are proud. It is possible to love the instruments when playing a game. Need new things and want quicker? They tell me. They say I'm sorry. You're a salt salt. Do you have it now, Jake? No. They go into the chorus. No, kind
0: of I don't. I have, I have no idea.
1: Okay. Well you are going call this one a loss, because the next uh the, the chorus is Rebel Rebel, wear your clothes. <laughs> rebel Rebel, you're a bad person. Rebel rebel, how can they find it? You're a Often, bad person. I love you.
0: Okay, well that's obviously Rebel Rebel, but I didn't know before. the <laughs> uh-huh. huh?
1: Alright, alright,
0: we lost with it. That's okay. It's alright. That's uh right. yeah, okay. That's a loss. That's a loss. It's all right. I'll, take it's a, all right. I'll take an L. It's okay. It's okay. I used my life I use my lifeline on that.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. All right. Number four. Is, uh, I think I have six of them lined up. Yeah, six. Okay.
0: Okay. Number four. Number four. I'm ready.
1: Do not let me hear you talk to me about how much life you are in By the angel Get up and raise my baby. Look at that sky. Life begins. The nights are warm and days are a day. Get up and raise my baby. My baby is here. I got it's it. Gone. I beg. Go for it. Golden years. Yeah. I beg you to save a few. Forty years old. Gold to luck get up and raise my baby <laughs> get up and raise
0: my baby <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think it
1: took like because there's this kind of uh,
0: this is delightful mmm ba-da-ba-baby that yeah. part hmm ba I, I, oh,
1: I forgot what it actually is because I was looking at it I didn't realize those are actually words before the baby part I thought it was just you know kind of scatting it, you know
0: yeah I thought so too
1: but it's something else and they translated it. <laughs>
0: oh, I, forget. Okay, I have an extra right. little
1: bonus part of Golden Years. This Boldness. is Golden Years again. All right. When I was originally trying like multiple languages, I ended up with this little gem that I'm about to share with you. Okay. And it was too magical to like I I wanna like post this somewhere as my own, you know, as my own poem or something and watch people like dissect it and get in super deep into it <laughs> when it's actually a badly translated. Plagiarist. Bonus. Oh, that's what saying. Dylan can do this next, you know? This next, <laughs> this
0: thing. Is, this is next
1: I was like I can see Bowie having done this. Alright. <clears throat> this is golden years again, but it's it's something.
0: What's the language?
1: This one I went through a whole bunch of languages. Oh, okay. I was still trying to figure out my whole process. Yes. But again it was like getting too obscure or I, I learned how to do it after I was trying it out with it. Alright. And the angel said unto them, Behold they are with you. Let them go and listen. Stay with the baby. Bad things began to grow. Many nights in the night, stay with the baby. <laughs> my son is gone. When he permits his life, I will try a temper. Golden, 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 stay with the baby.
0: Oh, my goodness. That's I profound. know this is like a deep, like, That's super profound. highbrow poem right there. Yeah. Uh, that I accidentally made with Google Translate. And I feel I feel dumber for having not understood it.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> It
0: feels he's quoting from the Bible in the first yes, part. Yes, there's like. definitely, definitely a biblical <laughs> undertone there. <laughs> golden, oh, golden, man, golden. I love that one. That's why I had to keep it. it. All, all that's a good right, all right. Number five. <clears throat> this one again, like shout it out if you get it, because it will get more obvious right towards the end.
1: All right, all right. I'm listening. I know when to go, and as long as you live, do the work. I have a paper pup. However, things will not change. I'm wailing for the wind, but I do not have to pay. But I try. I try. Is that a sign of life. He is the only power and glory. I sleep in the rain, but I do not have to pay. But I try. I try. It never fails to go with me. Happy again is coming. Thanksgiving again. I can go to church at a time. Church at the time threatened me. The church at the time. Oh, go, got it, I'm got doing, it, got it. I'm doing, it. I'm doing Sorry. the
0: party. Yeah, you, you, you did the obvious part. That's uh, Modern Love.
1: Modern Love. Church at the moment, I put my trust in God and man. God and man, no guarantee. God and man, there is no religion. God and man, did not believe in new love.
0: All right, uh, nice work there, Jake. Okay, yeah. all right. I I got I did it the very Your first obvious five. part.
1: Rebel Rebel is the only one you didn't get.
0: Okay, what's nice the last work. one? All right,
1: last one for this round. I saved you know six more giant hits for 2011.
0: Oh, good, 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 good.
1: I know, so I can do this again. Alright. Alright, last one. God is very miserable. A girl with hairy hair. But his mom was cold, and her dad advised him to go. But it does not matter where his friend is. At this point, he was in his dream. To live in good health. And he still points to the silver balance. But the movie is a sad thing, because it lasted for more than ten or more years. He can spit the eyes of the foolish, although they ask him to look at the, the sailors competing in the dance. Man, look at those signs. This is the most important symbol. Check the lawyer. It's a bad person. Oh man! Think of you thinking about it. It's a very good marketing show. <laughs> all right, the last line, Jake. If you don't got it, I'll go. I do,
0: do, I do the not. I don't have it. Is life in Mars? <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> um. That's uh, Toy Soldier. <laughs> you got it, Jake? How do you know? <laughs> well, you know, i you just I've listened to that song a lot of times. <laughs> well. We all well it's ah. just
1: a radio staple, you know. You just can't escape it.
0: Exactly. exactly. I get angrier and angrier every time I don't hear it.
1: Well, hey, four for six, Jake. I feel like it's pretty good. That's not
0: bad. That's not bad at all. And I, I got to say.
1: Yeah, I, tried, I tried to sing some of these songs with the new lyrics, and it just doesn't work at all. No.
0: No, <laughs> the that's the thing. That's pretty the, up That's the thing. Uh, and Life on Mars, I certainly know that song, and I love the the, uh-huh. the chorus and stuff like that, but I'm not sure that I've ever really digested the actual lyrics to that song.
1: Okay. So. It's worth digesting. Oh, I I'll be bet be it is. Honest.
0: I bet it the is the I best song my, of the I 70s. i can't to my kids
1: sometimes, when
0: I'm with Nah. Oh, you should have done. You'll probably do Starman next time. I love that song. Starman! Sure. We'll no
1: the one I threw out was, uh, was Fame. Oh, yeah. It did not work at all.
0: Fame didn't the work. Whole
1: song is fame! <laughs> ba, 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 and they,
0: ba, ba, they properly retranslated fame, fame.
1: over and over again right although it kept trans- to be fair it kept translating fame into different words <laughs> which is that was why it was more difficult was it kept f- doing it into different stuff like so it that one didn't work at all so that one got thrown out but oh, I got another shocking. like seven or eight of them ready to try out for next time and we'll uh, pick some of the best and, uh, and line it up I can't wait so thank you for playing uh it's <laughs> <let's> tre- <laughs> play-
0: the best name the name's the best <laughs> Let's, friends, <laughs> <I> late.
1: <laughs> All right, finally going to uh, wrap things up with a super quick year in The year in here, friends. Had. I don't entirely know because the only public appearance that I know that he made was on this, like, really uh, kind of creepy video of him on the street of somebody, like, just going, like, oh, it's Bowie, and just recording him off their phone or something Ew. on the street, like, hailing a cab. Oh, nice. And then they took this video and they, like, spliced it together and, use the same footage over and over again to make it into like a 45 second video but obviously had about 10 seconds worth of video and he was wearing a hat in the video
0: so uh-huh uh uh-huh. but, but i assume his hair was great. the same
1: as it was in the uh, promotional photos that came out in early 2013 because they were shot in 2012 there you go like the music video that's thinking so he's he's just you know he's he's silver fox at this point yeah, yeah. let's just be everyone's honest everyone's hot grandpa He's one hot grandpa
0: One, one like hot was, G-pop he,
1: Except he wasn't a grandpa
0: actually. Yeah but you know Functionally
1: Old Old enough to be a grandpa but Definitely But you know He wasn't Certainly hot Certainly Had an 11 year old daughter
0: Kind of body Body grandpa
1: Well <laughs> 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 Yeah I mean That's what I think of as boy. It's like Body grandpa <laughs> hey, hey, He never became a grandpa If I am remembering right Yeah his uh His first grandchild Was not born until after he died Aww. They were pregnant when he died
0: Sorry body grandpa
1: Oh sorry boy. Um but, yeah, he, he's just kind of a classic, like, silvery silvery hair a little yeah. bit. and just kind of parted. It's just very traditional, like, but, but kind of classy-looking, you know, older
0: guy haircut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yep.
1: So I give it a three
0: and a half or four. Okay. Or four. <laughs> or four. <laughs> so you're not going to give it a score. Get, That's great. Okay. We get
1: pretty serious about the points when it comes to your
0: hair. <laughs> you know, it could be a zero, could be a five, whatever. <laughs> you know why don't you decide guys <laughs>
1: <laughs> what did you guys watch the scratchy 45 second video and
0: you tell me you tell me you know what you tell me Tick. why don't you tell me you tell me why don't you tell me, <laughs> you tell me? hey hey, anybody that uh, emails us or posts um, a, a, a fictional year in hair score for 2012 uh, we'll, we'll mention you on the next podcast how's that <laughs> we, will. We, we will. will we will we will We you don't
1: want to do 2012 do any other year we don't care just, just do it it'll be
0: fun yeah. why don't you just do it
1: all right, Jake, let's uh, lay out some points here. Let's I'm going to kick things off with you go points, for and I'm done. That is all. No no points. He didn't, that is, he didn't release anything. All. Nothing. The closest thing to point-bearing would be that uh, odds and sides thing from the Riot Squad. Yeah. But really, not. she's only on some of the tracks and it just does not feel like it warrants even considering points. And if it does, I give it a zero of points. So... Nothing. He's Nothing. sitting there
0: in a sweet, sweet zero. He's Beat just, that, Jake. <laughs> I'm going <love> to try. <laughs> well, I think that I'm going to win this year. That's just a yeah, guess. Yeah, we'll
1: see, Jake. That's we'll
0: just see. a guess. don't get, you know, don't get yourself here. hey at least, not in yet. We don't know what's going to
1: happen yet. At
0: least Bowie didn't have a negative year. Think of it that way. No, he did not. He did not. Dylan did not have a negative year Either No, um, he released
1: a good album so.
0: Some stuff came out Including Tempest Which I think that I, I Pretty much explained everything It's really good It uh, could be his last you know, good album Or even his last album of original material Everybody settled down But that could be the case um, I'm going to give it. a Return to your seats, everybody. Just sit down. Sit down. Guys, something else will come out. It's gotten out of and hand. It'll all be outdated. It's gotten out of hand, everyone. Uh, I'm going to give it a plus two point five. I think it's really good. Hey, nice. Hey, old. Um, he released some other stuff. There's another greatest hits collection called The Real Bob Dylan. It's a three D CD set. There's nothing. There's nothing new or exciting about that. Uh, uh, he started, we, we talked about this last time, I think, he started the copyright collection um, extensions. So he had to release oh, a, yeah. a four-CD, uh, Europe-only, 50th anniversary collection of, I guess, live recordings and such like that from, I'm going to guess, 1962, which is when his that'd career be, actually began. 50 yeah.
1: years before 2012, yeah? Yeah,
0: I did the, I did the math, good, on math on that. math on that I, I, yeah, punched, nice I punched some numbers into ton. the old abacus, and I came up <laughs> huh? with that. Uh, uh-huh. yeah, obviously, that's yeah. that's not point bearing either. Uh, he released two singles, a whole two, which is like two more than he usually does for his best albums.
1: And two more than Bowie, which two is two more
0: than Bowie. Guy. Which is a shocking, shocking revelation. <laughs> uh, the first song is called "Early Roman Kings." It's a good one. It's a New Orleans, bla- a New Orleans blues-based Treatise on people, powerful people. So he's kind of, he's not pointing the finger, but he's definitely pointing some things out about uh, people in power. Which, you know, it could almost be argued that he's won, but not really. His okay. second, uh, okay, so I'm going to close out with uh, this awesome music video that he did for his other single. But first I will just give um, NeverEnding Tour points. I listened to a few songs as I, as I want to do, and they sounded good to me. Uh, but of course there were mixed negative reviews, mixed to negative reviews. and diminishing returns. So <laughs> I'm just gonna, I guess I'll just plus zero that or yeah, I guess. Yeah. 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 Yeah, sure. Why if not? I, if I'd like gone to a show that year, I would have given it a plus 0.5 cause I'm sure I would have enjoyed it. But since I didn't, it doesn't matter. Uh, his second single was called Duquesne Whistle. Can't you hear that Duquesne whistle blowing? It's a great song. It starts out with this kind of, like, scratchy, old-timey little figure that the band is playing. And it sounds like an older song, and then all of a sudden it just busts out into into what it ends up sounding like, which is awesome. Kind of a faster pace, good lyrics. It's a really good album opener. It's the opener of the album. Uh, But what I want to talk about to close this out today is the video. Now, uh, David Bowie is known for his videos. He's got many. Oh, yeah. them, uh Many of them are high art, high class, uh, controversial, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Dylan does sweet not. Sweet
1: controversy. It was just they just released online today, the day that we're actually recording this podcast. Yeah. The unedited version of the China Girl. Oh
0: video. my goodness! Okay.
1: Totally features some sweet, sweet Bowie butt. Bowie butt. Naked Bowie butt. Buddy? Oh yeah. He's uh, he's doing it on the
0: beach. <laughs> oh no.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, which I mean is in the original video, the video that I've seen, but I knew it was edited, I'd never seen the original, one. So it just came up today while I was like checking, you know, Twitter and stuff to see if anything had gone on that we would need to talk about on the show. And that popped up, and I was like, well, I'm going to watch it, and yeah, at the end, it just ends with uh, him and a naked lady. Yeah, you can, the only thing you actually see, you know, like, you, you know, of the naughty bits, is his, <laughs> it's
0: his butt. Which we're when all you see His butt, it's there. <laughs> There's, bo- well, in case you ever wanted to I've see Bowie's butt, is go for it. The first time I've
1: seen his butt, but I've watched uh, the Man yeah. to Earth*, so yeah, I've seen more than his butt, much you've, more than I wanted to.
0: You've um, seen, you've seen too Bowie. much. <laughs>
1: <In> Man of the <laughs> Earth*, you see everything.
0: You <laughs> the see not He's an alien,
1: and he doesn't have anything down there. because He's an the alien. Full
0: and gelada.
1: It's really disturbing. It's a great movie, but
0: also disturbing at the same time.
1: Great, please continue about gonna... <laughs> controversial
0: videos. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not controversial. It's good. Oh, <laughs> which is, you know, as I said, not not uh, something that I say around here about his videos very often. Uh, most of his right. videos that I've seen are like. Those awful 80s videos. Um, the one I described to you where he ends up being Molly Ringwald or whatever. That's, that's, at least, <laughs> no, that a, that's at least... That one golden. And that one's previously the most fun I've had watching a Bob Dylan video. Um, this what about one,
1: Must Be Santa? Must Be Santa was pretty
0: good. Oh, Must Be Santa is extremely good. You're right. Okay, that's the best one I've seen. But this one is... Uh, <laughs> this one's the best one besides that one. I don't think that's a DVD <laughs> award. But it's actually good. It has a conceit. You know, it has like a little plot that's really, it's funny. Uh So, um, it starts off with this like hunky homeless looking guy kind of. Yeah, sure. Sitting on the street. Played by by Bob Dylan. Played by Bob Dylan. A much, much, much younger Bob Dylan. (laughs) Much hunkier also. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, now we wait a minute. You just hold on. What's not hunky about dead Vincent Price? (laughs) Uh,
1: everything you just said.
0: (laughs) The whole thing. It's the long Okay, so hot homeless guy sees a um, woman, uh, a hot uh, lady, coming out um, of her office, and he decides to start following her. And the the conceit of the video is he starts out by being like funny and goofy and kind of following her and dancing, and he grabs this flower and all that stuff. And you know, you're supposed to think like, oh, if this was an older video or a different time, the girl would fall for this act. Uh-huh. But it turns out that she imagines that he's a stalker, which I guess he uh-huh. is, and so she maces him. He tries again the next day, and he steals. He does. He's doing the same shtick, uh, and he steals a flower. And the flower, uh, the flower bodega owner alerts the police, and they chase him, and they beat. The, he just like runs all over the place, and he they, they beat the crap out of him, but not before he knocks down a gentleman off of an, off a, a ladder. In the next scene, he's gonna. He's like stalking this girl again, and the guy on the ladder was like tied up with a mob or something so those guys come and grab him and just like brutally beat him like it's a little (laughs) disturbing they take him to like a warehouse Uh and they dump him back out on the street but while he's unconscious he dreams that he um he kisses the girl in his dream while he's like unconscious from being brutally beaten Uh now intersplice with this those that's all great (laughs) okay i loved it Uh i loved it but here's the best part
1: yeah i like i like the, the uh yeah The old-fashioned one, it'd be like she'd be won over rather than kind of creeped out by this
0: guy. Exactly, (laughs) and she's immediately creeped out by him. He's creepy, but, you know, so... uh, Interspliced throughout all of this, maybe, I don't know, five, six, seven times. Who's counting, really? It intersplices (laughs) with Bob Dylan in, like, a kind of a shiny little, like... uh, uh, Like a jacket, like a silk jacket. It's a silk jacket. He's He's walking down these same streets very confidently... Uh, with a group of young, multicultural street toughs. <laughs> yes. One of them. One of them is a Gene Simmons from Kiss impersonator for some reason, and the other are kind of like probably like archetypes. There's like a, a Hispanic-looking guy that looks like he's in a gang, but just like cool, young, tough dudes and dudes. Why dads. the why the uh, the
1: Kiss impersonator?
0: I don't have no idea. <laughs> I have That's no. Computer.
1: I can see the rest of this. Yes. I can't, I
0: can't figure that one and out. And let me tell you, Chaz, Bob Dylan, I mean, I know he was the coolest thing in the entire world in 1966. This has got to be uh-huh. the coolest he's looked since then, I want to say. Like, he is just strutting. He's out in front of this whole gang. He's not even doing anything. He's not, like, fake singing the words or nothing. He's just, like, he's just strolling down the street like he's clearly the, like, kingpin of some young gang. It's amazing. Maybe he is, Jake maybe, uh, he is. maybe that's what he's been doing all this time <laughs> Cultivating he's busy, young He's too
1: busy running his gang
0: to <laughs> And he doesn't have anything to do with the plot Except they step over the poor gentleman Who has been uh, unconscious on the street Okay At the end, they just walk right over him And then that's it So, great song, great video I give it a plus one Did I say all that right. I gave early Roman Kings a plus one? I think I did yeah.
1: I think you did, but okay. I don't remember, so, I listen to you very often
0: you spent most of this podcast saying how you did listen to me, and now you're going back on that.
1: I was lying, Jake.
0: You are such I'm a, liar. a liar. Well, you and Bob Dylan can see each other from each other's graves later. Okay? I'm not a big enough fan
1: to beat him at hell, so.
0: He probably likes you best of all. You don't care at all.
1: Two. I have two Dylan albums that I listen to occasionally. Yeah.
0: Well, hey, hey I mean, that's, right. that's something, hey. Hey, like you, you. Hey, I like you. Oh, hey, okay. I, like uh, I just want to say. Uh, you want to go on tour with me? <laughs> hey. I, I really do. I'm going on tour with Dylan next year. I, I,
1: don't know. I think
0: everyone's at least been on tour with him once. You might as well. you Might as well. That's he's like doing.
1: In.
0: He's doing 212 dates next year. So buckle up. <laughs> buckle up for that. Uh, I want to say before I give Tempest points that...
1: he's also also, uh, has suddenly written all of the songs that I wrote in high school. It's strange. I don't know where they came from.
0: Yeah, well, he just dropped them into his own songs. That's what happens. (laughs) Um, Bob Dylan's voice, which we've talked about during this period, it is as gravelly and rough as you can get and still be singing, I'm pretty sure. It's just like... I don't even know how to describe it. It sounds like it, hurt, it hurts just to hear it, you know, like the, the growliness. Growly Bob is absolutely 100% in full effect on this album, but it actually works within the context of this music. When he ends up okay. singing... It's up up it's brooding and, you know, Derek. I can see it is, and it's like and so like deep and like it's, you know, you mentioned the word foreboding and, it, mm-hmm. you know, it's all that stuff.
1: Again, thinking about Leonard Cohen's last album. Yeah, the there you go. Album, his voice like dropped like three octaves.
0: Yeah, when he already had a low voice. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, that's good. You know, when he ends up singing the jazz covers, the growly voice thing works very much against that music, I would argue, in, in most cases. But it works for uh-huh. this music. So, I want to give Tempest a plus 2.5. I already said that. Early Roman Kings is one. Duquesne Whistle is one. Neverending Tour is zero. So, that's 4.5 for Bob Dylan. Well, nice one, Bob. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Bob Dylan wins barely. Good work mm. Alright well
1: Another Rollercoaster of emotions On this Honestly, episode Of Boy vs. Dylan
0: I've cried several times
1: But things have Wrapped up here Yep they Here we are They inevitably do So join us next week Or next Next Not next week Next on a weekly show Next Join time. us in about In roughly two weeks from now When we take an In depth look at 1970
0: Ooh You'll be I downloading on That one for sure we And Dylan Very much a controversial Dylan year, as it turns out. Okay. Controversial. Mm-hmm. 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 I know you court controversy on a regular basis, so I just wanted to well, tell you know that.
1: Well, you know me, Jake.
0: You know, I want you kind of prepared to stir up the pot. Yeah, I
1: will. Okay. Do it. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Let's do then
0: it. why don't you do that next time?
1: All right, Jake. Uh, it's been monumental, but it I, I get gone So, uh, all of you out there, I'm Charlie, and I like Bowie.
0: I'm Jake, and I love Dylan.
1: And we'll not see you, but rather talk at you
0: next time. Mm -hmm.